0: Hey all you cool cats and kittens this is your host katie War, aka corona freaking tina as i am looking like a fine snack with my hair roots four inches long my nails are half of them are broken and there's definitely places on my body that are not worth mentioning that need to be waxed <laughs> Y'all, this is Katie War. I'm so excited to do another episode of the One Fat Dove podcast. Y'all, cabin fever has hit hard as it's been almost two weeks of being stuck in the house. I've gotten some work done, been very productive, and it's just been nuts. My house seems to be picked up. Uh, My dogs seem to be some sort of sane, and I've been able to do things so much quickly and get them done in a faster rate than I'm normally able to do. So in ways, I'm very grateful, but also scared in such an uncertain time. But the goal is to still be remaining positive, y'all. If you haven't caught my episode of how to help your wedding vendors or event vendors, please go listen to my last episode of Fuck COVID-19. It will help you tremendously and I cannot say enough how blessed and privileged I am to have such amazing people in my life that are still trying to continue with promoting One Fat Dove just besides the marketing that I do for it. So thank you to all my cool cats. (laughs) Obviously, I've had some time to do some Netflix binging as the Tiger King, hence the quote, the Tiger King, (laughs) or the cool cats and kittens. If you haven't watched it, go watch it on Netflix. If you haven't listened to the podcast, you totally should listen to the uh, podcast of Joe Exotic of Over My Dead Body go check it out. You won't be disappointed. Okay, Okay. so for today's episode, I am so pumped. I'm ready to rock and roll as it is definitely definitely before five o'clock and I've already opened up a bottle of wine and I'm already halfway down my first glass. So here we go. For today's episode, I am talking to you about the term ghosting and ghosting isn't just for one night stands y'all or dating or skipping out on a best friend. It is used in a professional setting and it is a freaking beast y'all. So listen the hell up as we go into today's episode. All right, y'all. So full disclosure, I actually wanted to bring the podcast opening with the this segment. And with everything going on with the coronavirus, I thought it was very important for brides and vendors to really help and to be able to relate to trying to help one another in such an uncertain time. And so I am going to talk to you about this ghosting segment now because it is it has been the end of the engagement season we're going into our full-on busy season with events or what should have been our busy season and now we're starting to pick back up on new leads to book the rest of 2020 and going into 2021 and so I think this is just such a relevant term to everyone as it not only has happened in your personal life, it happens all the fucking time for your professional life. And just because I am so petty when it comes to this topic because I'm not too humble to say that it's happened to me more than once, but I'm going to go ahead and give you the term from urbandictionary.com because again I am just that freaking petty. So ghosting it is the practice of ending a personal relationship with someone by suddenly and without explanation withdrawing from all communication. <laughs> Does this sound familiar? Have you done it before? If you are saying that you haven't or hadn't had this happen to you, you are lying and knock it the hell off, okay? Everyone has had this happen. Let me set the scene. As you are dating someone, you have found them on Instagram as they slid into your DMs, or you got that text message, or you got the, uh, what is it called? The, that you got, you got matched on Tinder or Bumble. You got, the, you got the guy, you got the dude, you got the girl and you're so stoked and you're ready to go on this date, you're pumped, the conversation's going good, the texts, the dates, the kisses, the extras, they're all going swell. And then the next day you reach out to them and guess what? Dot, dot, dot. There is nothing. They don't respond to you. They have no interest anymore. And then all of a sudden, you're like, WTF. And it is the same thing for when it happens in a professional freaking setting. Holy freaking smokes. Giving you how it is for wedding vendors. Okay, you get the lead. It's either on Facebook, it's on the NOT, Wedding Wire, um, North Texas Bridals, your website, whatever. They got all your information. You're ready to go. You talk to them about their wedding. You tell them about uh, your wedding date, your pricing. Um, you have a phone call with them. You end up having another conference call because they're. Significant other couldn't be a part of it. They have other questions that the other couple or the other spouse didn't tell or didn't ask. And then all of a sudden, boom, dot, dot, dot. There is no further communication. And then you are wondering, WTF, does this sound familiar? Okay, repeat. It is completely bogus, y'all. And I've actually was super freaking curious to ask other people if this has happened or what they have done or if they were the person that ghosted. And for the people that have ghosted, They said that it was way easier to ghost them and not respond than to give them the honest freaking answer. How ridiculous does this sound? If you can't be honest with one person, how are you supposed to be honest with yourself? It makes you be the sour wuss puss of a jerk slash asshole if you decide to use this term. Okay? Okay. Ghosting should not be a thing. And so in order to help with avoiding this issue from happening, I'm going to give tips for brides and spouses and to vendors. All right, to get started, we are going to start off with clients. Clients, holy sakes. There is only four steps to avoid ghosting. Are you ready? The number one, <clears throat> and I'm going to put it the number one because it's probably the most important, know your budget. Budget, baby. Okay, for goodness sakes, y'all, this is the pivotal moment of knowing what you can and can't afford. To give you an example, the average cost of weddings just in 2019 alone in Texas was 30 grand. 30 grand, y'all, that is five zeros. Okay. Shit's expensive. And so this number includes all of your vendors. It includes those awesome wedding planners. It includes the DJs, the florists, the catering, the photographers, videographers, your uh maybe you decided on a band, maybe you decided to do the church and have a different reception. It includes all of it, okay? Now, in other states, (laughs) like New York, it can be way more expensive. Just in New York alone, the average cost of a wedding was $45,000. $45,000, y'all. It's ridiculous and it's insane. I know and I get it. But in order to know what vendor that you can hire, make sure you create a spreadsheet of which vendors that you definitely want to have and put in your total number, like the absolute total number that you definitely want to spend on your wedding and try to get it within that price range. Baby girl, if you can get it down to be lower, more props to you. I try to do that for every client. Now, it is super important to know this because now we go to plan, to step two is to do your research. Okay, in the wedding industry, I get it. It is so super saturated and we have amazing talented vendors all over. They are all small businesses that are just rock stars. <clears throat> now each vendor will vary in its pricing based on the total amount of years of experience the certifications, the number of assistants, the travel, the hours of working at the event, etc. It helps for you to know and understand this, and if you know and see that they have less experience or if they have less amount of reviews, it is going to help you with understanding how their pricing is. so Another thing I would look at is also, while you're doing your research, look at their reviews. Clients are typically very honest in their reviews, and they communicate on how their events went, if they went very smoothly, um, really engaging on what they were most happy with. So if it's something of what they are saying that speaks out to you, please keep them in mind so that way, you can work with them on their budget. Now, also look at them to find if they are on Wedding Wire and on the knot. And I understand at some points that vendors don't typically like putting their pricing right away just because they want to be able to talk to them to get to be able to put their personalities and their spins on it for the clients to really like them and want to grow fonder of them. Um, So that way they can keep those bookings. However, if they have their pricing already listed, please be honest with yourself whenever you see that pricing and be like, no, I don't think that that's going to work. So I'm going to move on and it's okay Guess what? You can't ghost them if you don't reach out to them because their pricing's already out, okay? Third, third, I'm telling y'all, like these points are so spot on and so easy, it's insane. Third, be honest, be honest. How hard is that? Obviously, it's super hard if I'm having to explain it to you, but here we go. So when you are working with vendors, make sure you are being straight to the point with your vision if you send links of pinterest or vision boards it totally helps with giving you an accurate quote uh for from the vendor it is the best policy in this situation be forward and straight to the point schedule a conference call with them see if you get a good vibe when meeting in person or doing a conference call Take it like you are interviewing them for a job. Let them be able to have the same personality as you and get the same excitement, enthusiasm for your vision so they can also bring it to life. Let these vendors ask you questions to grasp your concept. Do not take it as criticism if they are asking you specific questions to be more intrigued and to be more understanding. Test them, let them be the ones to follow up with you to show their professionalism after you have that conference call or that engagement of an in-person meeting. Now, if you don't like their style of their, maybe their work ethic or maybe how they communicated or how they maybe responded you don't have to be rude or ugly, just, or ugly excuse me, just follow up with an email saying, you know what, <clears throat> baby girl, we decided to go with a different vendor um, who was more in our price range or who we felt was the best fit for us. I can promise you, vendors are most, if not more, respected by you if you are just being flat out honest. <laughs> Last but not least, <clears throat> make sure... Make sure to love all your vendors, sweetie pie. If you're going to pay the amount of monies, dot, 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 remember the 30 grand freaking average, the five zeros, you better love them and you better make sure that they are going to communicate with you religiously and are just as excited for you for your big day. And even in the case of the COVID Fucking 19 let them help you with being able to um, help with the postponement arrangements i promise you sweetie it's going to get along way faster and way easier all right vendors baby girl my fin- my frienders my family it is your turn and i'm sorry to be a dick about telling you how to make your business go better again. However, it is going to be the same thing as it is for the client side of things. There's only four freaking points y'all to avoid ghosting from happening to you. All right. Numero freaking uno. Learn to be more direct with your pricing. Holy shit. If you don't want to post it on online or social media, start with your minimum price and then end with your max pricing. I get that you want to engage with your clients by trying to be able to sell and promote yourself by your personality and based off of your professionalism and work ethic. Trust me, baby girl, I get that. Holy grail, I get it. But you start getting more people that aren't being honest with you and you get all of these leads and all of these people that are wanting to know more about your pricing and it's all because you haven't posted it on there if you post it on there it will help weed off all of your non-booking clients so again minimum to max pricing it's definitely shows that on your on the knot profile and on the wedding wire profile look it up see it put it on there cool move on second dose response time is key wow holy hell it sucks to be professional but know that you have to be super responsive when you are talking to these Booking clients. If you know you're going to have a crazy week or weekend, please, for the love of God, put an auto-response time to your emails. It shows to clients that you are working, that you are professional, and that you will get to it as fast as you can because of the one simple click of having to put the auto-response time. Guess what? On your busy weeks, the weekends, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, how do you think people are starting to plan their weddings? It's because on the weekends, because they aren't, having to ha- they aren't having to go into work on those days. They can be able to start planning more. Please do yourself a favor, it totally helps. Third, show clients you are diligently working. Making sure, again, you are being responsive in how you're getting slid into DMs or Facebooks or your emails or phone calls. Make sure not only that you're doing that, but you are posting diligently on social media. I cannot tell you how many clients that have come up to me asking If certain vendors are still working because they aren't being diligent on social media, y'all, for the love, it is a social media world. It is tech friendly now. It's not just the uh, mouth of referrals anymore. You need to be able to use your social media platform diligently to still sell and represent yourself. When you are selling and representing yourself, you are also showing your styles that you like to work with and show that you are still engaging and having fun. When you are posting on the social media and you get people commenting on it, you are showing that you are still being diligent by being responsive on those social media platforms. Facebook is usually very easy for me to be able to respond with. I'm not sure why Instagram, I have more, much more of a hard time being able to see those comments, but when you see them, please still be responsive to it. Not only does it help with your engagements on the photo, it also has a way of the algorithms to show on other future booking clients, vendors, when you are posting on your social media, the... Hashtags aren't just for shits and giggles. Those are also used to engage with the future clients. So for example, if someone is following a particular hashtag, they are getting those hashtags up on their wall. So for example, for me, I get the wedding planners or event planners that I follow on Instagram and I get those posted on my walls. That helps with being able to promote your clients. So use those 30 hashtags and go balls to the wall crazy of getting those new clients and still show that you are diligently working with finding an overall variety of clients that you want to work with. Now, when it also comes to social media, I got this really good tip from Kaylin Shea Photography, who also did an episode with us called Dude, What the Hell? on the podcast and she had a beautiful point that social media is not only to show your professional side it is also used to promote your personal side so if you are wanting to weed off all of those particular leads and clients that maybe not be interested in you and you're still showing your pricing on your social media Show your personality in your stories. Don't show it on your, on your feed. Be, still use that feed to be professional, but use the stories to be able to show your personality and allow for people to know who you are and engage with you. And if you want to put on your personal, uh, personal uh, handle, on your professional, so that way they can take a look at it and see it, then cool, totally freaking do it. But people do wanna engage and want to be relevant to you so that way they can get to know you. Last but not least, it's the same freaking thing for clients and vendors be honest, be flipping freaking honest. <clears throat> when you are doing a meeting, and it is your time and you get to know them, remember that your business is relevant and it is a passion-filled business and it is your baby. You brought it into this life, you did the work, and you have a way of being able to bring in the money with these people. If you find that it is just not meshing well as far as personalities Or what they are asking is too unreasonable, or you are just, it's just not working. It's just not clicking. Be honest with yourself and say, you know what? The client is going to be way too aggressive with their service, with the services that I'm presenting, and it's going to create a list of demands that I will not be happy about. Then don't fucking do it. Remember that. Those clients are also controlling how your business continues further based on their reviews. Remember, it is a big moment for clients to send those reviews. Not only is it a compliment, it's also what they are, like that's their freedom of speech and that's what they are able to do. So, Be honest with yourself. Don't let one event cause you to not book more events. How simple are those four points for clients and those four points for vendors? They are all simple and they are professional and they are able to be personal. Holy shit. It's so easy, y'all, just to be a nice, good person without avoiding the issue of ghosting. Baby, thank you, girls, so much for coming and listening to the podcast. I finished my glass of wine and still got some more work to do, so here we go. Uh, if you haven't already, please go to my social media channels on Instagram and Facebook with the handle One fat dub, OneFatDove, O-N-E-F-A-T-D-O-V-E-O. Oh, when it comes to our podcast episodes, we air one every Wednesday and check them out religiously. We're on all of the podcast channels. And if you want, please go on to my website, www.onefatduff.com. All right. See y'all next time. Love you, Bushels.